up, everybody? What there up? There you are. Here we are. Yes. I Here learned how are. to hit the uh, video button now. Yes, we're good. What's wow. up, everyone? Thanks for coming. Thanks for joining us tonight. Can you hear me? Is my mic okay? Yeah, you're good. Can you hear okay. me? Okay. Yes. Episode yeah. 78. We're up there. We're up there. 78. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Sorry for the tardiness. Um, technical difficulties as usual, but what else is yes. new? I'm very excited for this guest today. I've been, when I was growing up as a young kid, he was in all the videos. All of them. He had the famous tricks. We looked up him. We, named after him. We knew his name back in the day <laughs> when we were so young. Um, so I'm very excited because he came from a very legendary crew who was there from the very beginning. Of we're about this to hear thing, all about it. This thing that we all share. Um, but first, we want to mention a few things. Mm -hmm. We're doing a holiday donate and skate where we're collecting old skates. If you got an old pair of skates in your house that you're not doing anything with. Um, and we have three ways that you could donate. And we're going to get these skates out to, you know, please, by the way, if you need some skates and you are from a place that it's hard to get skates, wherever that may be, email us at, at jump, uh, not at email <laughs> us at jump street, uh, podcast at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, so please reach out to us, but there's three ways you could donate. The first way is you can email us at jumpstreetpodcast.gmail.com and uh, tell us where you can, if you want to send us your skates, we'll give you an address. Mm -hmm. We are having an event, two different events, um, doing one at Monday Night Skate at Houghton Skate Park in Long Beach on December 7th. So if you want to come to that one, then we're going to have a uh, you know, big hangout, big skate. If you want to come, you got some old skates and you want to donate them. Everyone who donates them, we're going to take your information. We're going to put it on the Jump Street thing, and we're going to do a little raffle giveaway, and three people get to pick something from our store. So that's, and we will also follow up and let you know where your skates or products have been donated and where it went, and you will get a letter from us. And the third way is the thing in New York, which you will be hosting, right, Austin? East Coast, yeah. So we're going to have an East Coast and a West Coast one um, just to cover both sides of it. So like Billy said, there's going to be the Long Beach one on Monday Night Skate. Uh, they're gonna, we're going to have one in New York too on next Saturday, December 5th. We're going to give all the details next week on our episode because that's the week before the event. So mm -hmm. we just want to get let you guys know, have a heads up that those are the dates, what to expect. Um, preferably if you're overseas in another country, because we've gotten messages in the past from people like from Argentina and the Philippines and in parts of Africa who needed skates. So we're using this to kind of collect as many skates as we can, whether you have frames, wheels in decent condition, bearings, uh, boots that are still skatable, old used, but still skatable. We're going to mash them all together, put some complete setups together and send Anything them out to all have. these countries. Yeah, exactly. So, if it's just laying around there, it's been laying around there for a few years. You're not going to do anything with it. It exactly. might end up in the garbage. Give it to us and we'll clean it up and we will get them out to someone who will really appreciate them. Yes, yeah, the holidays. It's time for giving. So we're trying it's to do the holiday donate and skate. <laughs> the Jump Street holiday donate and skate. That's right. So yeah, reach out to us if you're interested. If you need skates, <clears throat> one, reach out to us, jumpstreetpodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you're willing to donate and you're not in the New York or Long Beach area and you want to send us stuff, also reach out to us, jumpstreetpodcast at gmail.com. We'll get you the info to send us stuff because we've had a lot of people in the past reach out to us about similar stuff. So we're giving everybody the option now. And yeah, there are incentives for everybody who donates. So be a part of it next week on our show. Stay tuned. We're going to give you all the exact details of the events 
and we were going to keep everybody posted and hold like a little fundraiser so we could have money to send all these things overseas because that's the hardest part in actuality of it is not just getting them out there, but they're really expensive to send skates overseas. And sometimes in certain countries, there's a lot of tariffs that they pay when they receive the skates that they can't afford. So we're trying yep. to cover all those costs. So we're going to hold like a fundraising episode next week and get all these, sure. all these things going for the holidays, you know? Absolutely. So. And that's, you know, look, listen, think about how like important that like one pair of skates could be to someone that could change someone's life. It could make mm -hmm. someone so happy. And if they're just sitting there in your house collecting dust, just, you know, it's the holiday season. Now is the time to, uh, you know, make someone's, you know, cheer someone up a little bit, get those things, you know, get the, that kind of energy going. So, yeah. And unless you're a hoarder, get rid of that shit anyway. Yeah. I know I always exactly. have stuff and I want to get rid of it anyway. So this is going to a good cause. So exactly. yeah, stay tuned for more details on that next week. And um, of course um, I'm going to do my spiel, you know, my spiel as always. Are you ready, Austin? Hold on. It's a sip of water. Okay. Yeah. Wet that whistle a little bit. Can't, <clears throat> can't be falling off on this spiel. I know it's no. been a couple of weeks. Yeah. It's been, it's been, I got to <laughs> <laughs> okay so if you guys don't please follow us on all of our social media platforms go to our youtube give us uh hit the subscribe button oops that's the wrong video oh. <laughs> hit the subscribe button and the notification bell um so when we start a video it gives you an alert on your phone go to our facebook give us a like go to our instagram give us a follow if you want you can go to our itunes uh give us a five star rating give us a review if you are interested in doing so we also have a patreon with our Patreon, we are beginning to do a lot of new things. We're uh, especially starting 2021. We're going to be putting that toward making a lot of new content. We're working on some very exciting stuff. I cannot wait to share it with you guys. But um, for now, we're going to have to keep it down low. But um, so these are all the ways you can support us. And if you like to share our videos, you can share it. You can comment. They do something with the algorithms. It gets us up there. It makes blading, um, you know, become on the regular screen. Yeah, you know, Pretty maybe. Tough. Yeah, right up on the regular duty dump. <laughs> so yeah, sorry, I'm a little spacey today, but yes, that we is the week. So we, we gotta like warm up to it again, and and it's still, I, I couldn't even play your your spiel video because I updated my uh, <laughs> my new OS to the what's it called Big Sur whatever. And now there's so many glitches, and my QuickTime keeps uh, closing on me, so okay. I couldn't play your spiel video. So okay, but. 78 episodes were a little rusty. Let me, let me shout out our new Patreon supporters this week. Like Billy said, if you want to be part of our Patreon community, the link is in the description of the video down below. Um, I want to thank our new uh, supporters, Luke Sparks, David Nilsson, Josh Boyle, Francisco Rodriguez Villasuso, Krill Brainin, Big Boy Gene Scanella, and the one and only Jordan Paz, my brother is a yes. Patreon supporter. <laughs> out, out to Jordan. Shout out to Jordan Paz. Yes. So, yeah, thank you, everybody. And like Billy said, we have a whole log of Patreon exclusive content coming up. I just need to find time to put it together and edit it. So everybody who is a supporter so far, stay tuned for all that. And um, Austin, actually, before we get started, do you mind if I shut down the podcast real quick? Okay. I can shut down the podcast real quick. Okay, we down. have Kwang Do in our chat right now. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, okay. shit, you do. <laughs> we have Kwang Do in our chat right now. Huge shout out to Kwang Do. Kwang, we will get to the questions at the end. So please keep <laughs> that question uh, with you if you hang out with us throughout the episode because it'll be hard to track back and, and ask that. But we might get I a bunch will, of legends uh, you, in this episode. You know episode. what? Actually, I, I, I might bring that in because that's, I'm curious, you know, I might bring that into the reel. So, Good question, Kwong. Shout out, Kwong Do. And now we are about to deal with an, a true legend. I am beyond excited to talk to you right now. 
So much knowledge is about to be dropped right now. I feel it. I feel it. I'm ready. I feel it. I'm Everybody, ready. please welcome Larry Lurch Fagan. Let's get him on in here. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of OGs in the chat tonight. I hope so. A lot of legends. This is like leg legend mode. There we go. Oh, he <clears throat> says you got to connect the audio. Can you connect? <laughs> yep. There we go. There we go. Larry. I know you hear us What's in the up, background. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Sorry He's about that. Multitasking. You're watching yourself and you're commenting on your own live stream. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. I've never done this before. So, well, I love your background. I'll say that. It's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for coming on the podcast, man. I've been watching you since I was a wee lad and seeing you for a long time. And, you know, even throughout the years, as I've begun to travel, you've, every time I come to San Diego, you show up and you're there and you're, I find you're still involved and always hovering over the scene and staying involved. Um, so I thought it'd be interesting to have you on as you're such a, from that generation of forefathers that's contributed so much to our sport. So, uh, or whatever it's, I don't know if it's a freaking sport. I don't, I still don't even know what that we do, <laughs> yeah. but, um, so thank you, uh, so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, you guys. I should be interviewing you guys though. <laughs> you guys are the, in an the alternate good universe. There. <laughs> no, 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 that's not it. Um, if you grew up watching me, maybe, but we got to do it this yeah, way we, now. We definitely grew up watching you. And I, yeah, I remember you from like TV, TV and hoax and shit like that. So. Right on. Um, I wanted to get into the early days of where you started, because I know you were in San Diego, National City, and you were like the very beginning in like the nineties, the like even pre dare to air vertical access times and skating with like, you know, Ernie and, and Brian Bell and, just what it was that, you know, I like to start things at the beginning, naturally, uh, you know, I just like to know how you got involved, how you met this crew who ended up being such leaders of that time, like the, all of you guys and uh, your kind of genesis story to this uh, culture. Um, it, it all started off, uh, I, I, I started off as a skateboarder as a young kid, you know, um, I had this friend, his, his name was Larry also. Um, he was Indian, like a Native American Indian. And uh, one day he bought rollerblades and he was skating up and down the street. And it was, it was, it was crazy, you know, like I, I've seen commercials, but didn't think about it until I seen him actually skating and he was jumping driveway lips and just flying in the air. The, the guy was a maniac. He's still a maniac to this day, but it was, it was awesome seeing that, you know, and uh, soon me and uh, Fernando, who was also uh, from way back in the day too, OG. Fernando, yeah. we all got skates and uh, Montero, is Fernando Montero is his name? Fernando Montano, yeah. Montano, Montano. yeah. I was trying yeah. to think of it too. I knew the name. I couldn't, yeah. couldn't think of it. Yeah, Fernando was, he was really good too. Um, we all ended up getting skates and... Uh, I think we started learning like soul grinds and stuff. And what year is this? Too, uh, I want to say 91 or 92. Yeah. I knew it was going to be an early, early year. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was pretty early. And uh, we just started off by uh, doing soul grinds and stuff. Like whatever we've seen, uh, the first videos I ever seen of uh, people doing crazy stuff on rollerblades was like on MTV with a, uh, AJ spinning around doing crazy shit and um, like uh, then 
they show like the New York stuff and like Ryan Jacklone was was crazy seeing Ryan Jacklone, man. That guy was was fucking sick, you know, like yeah. <laughs> love the way that guy spins, you know? And uh we just took it from there and we just tried doing whatever we did and we, we thought we were making everything up as we were going, you know. <laughs> I'm sure everybody did at that time, but um kind of were though. In a little way. bit. Yeah. A little bit. Um we didn't meet Ernie for a while. I, I think we met, well, yeah, one day Ernie just came over. We were playing hockey, you know. We we, we did a lot of other stuff besides just, uh, you know, skating and stuff. We used to launch a lot of ramp because we, we uh, always launched ramp when, when we skateboarded and stuff like that. So it was just second nature to to uh, start launching with our roll blades on, you know. So you have the straight, <laughs> right. the straight launch ramp in the middle of the street into the flat ground? Yeah, we well, ours had a little a little curve to it, you know. But we used to jump over like three stacked up trash cans, and yeah, I remember uh, launching off the ramp backwards one time, and and I got clipped, and I uh, I hit, I landed on my back pretty hard, and I was thinking that I was uh, paralyzed in front of my house, you know. <laughs> oh my god! No, I was all right though, but it, it was just just funny times, you know. <laughs> it yeah. used to blow my mind thinking about how we all used to launch ramps to flat bottom back then. And especially like how you're talking about jumping over three trash cans, we used to jump over cars, other people, and those skates had no padding at all and paper uh, thin liners. No wonder we, all of us have bad backs. And oh, knees and shit now. We yeah. used to set it into the grass, man. Like I, I, I <laughs> yeah, remember, all that. Like, learned the missies. We set it into the grass and we were just like, like that's so ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> we did all that. My, my first pair of skates were, uh, they were rollerblades, but they were uh, a two-piece frame. It wasn't like a solid TRS frame, you know? So it was like huh. a two-piece a two frame. So my big ass, when I got on the skates, I broke the frame immediately just jumping off of a driveway. <laughs> and I fixed it with duct tape somehow. But Oh, my God. But I, I rode around on those for a while like that and, and still did my thing. But um, what's, I'm later sorry, what's, I I'm to think of a two-piece frame. Yeah, I was going to ask that, how that makes sense. It was just like a lower-tier rollerblade. Uh, the skates that I had were the TNT 5000s. Wow, same, same boot and everything and the, the frame kind of looked the same but it had a, a break i had to saw the break off it wasn't it didn't go up and have a, a break that you could just put on the skate you know yeah so this was like the next level to the tnt 1000 2000 3000 and 4000 this was the 5000 i i guess they, okay. <laughs> yeah the the boot was a, a basic rollerblade boot but the frame was just budget you know so it, mm -hmm. it didn't it didn't last long at all you know yeah let me see uh, if I could be Jamie real quick from Joe Rogan and share the screen because I think I have a picture of them over here. No, is that them? That's them. Same color and everything. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a, looks like a lightning. Like they all look the same back then, I guess. Yeah. Oh, so frame, I see though. what you're saying with the frame. Like it goes up a bit, right? It, like to it, the yeah, year. it was just a cheap plastic. You know, look at the axles. To, it was, <laughs> the axles stick out like an inch. <laughs> It was whack, I, but I, I still loved that I had brand rollerblade skates, you know, and and I tried to tried to skate the hell out of them until until they totally fell apart, and I had to get new skates, you know. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what was going on. I don't think anybody knew what good skates were back then, you know. Right, there because were, like there, there was none. no there was no market for what it is that was being created at that time. It was completely yeah. brand new, like the beginning. T TRS had already been around for a while, like the the the, the team. TRS skates, the, the, uh, the tarmac, I think it was. Yeah. I, no, I don't the, know if it was or not. The tarmac I, I, I was, get confused. Yeah. There was like the tarmac before the lightning. 
And well, then the, the TRS boot, the Lightning TRS, that was out yeah. in, like, I had no clue that, that that was like the street skate, you know? And I ended up uh, going to, to um, get new skates. And, and when I seen those, I was like, wow, you know, are these new or what? You know, because I, I had no clue what was going on. Yeah. Um, and so I guess in that time when you're, you're skating these early skates and playing hockey along the way, you end up meeting Ernie. Yeah. We, well, also known as the Italian stallion. The Italian (laughs) stallion. Yeah. Crazy, crazy dude, man. At a young age, he's just a bit of an asshole at times, but yeah, he punched uh, one of our guys, man. Oh yeah, Calvin, right? Yeah, he punched one of our guys. <laughs> yeah. I, see, I don't know if that was was that who he fought in like the in, in opening scene in uh my daily TV, routine. TV one. No, that was at a party. I think he was at a party and he beating the shit out of someone. Is he always just fighting people? Nah, but it's just like me. Like people come and try to mess with me for some reason. I'm a bigger dude, and it's just like, what's going on? You know? And <laughs> for some reason, people want to mess with Ernie too. And Ernie's a tough guy, man. You know, like. Ernie now is just as big as me, but like he's just like, like fucking Hulk, you know? Muscly, huh? Yeah, he's just a yeah. big kid, you know. He's not an asshole anymore, though. <laughs> That's cool, man. <laughs> um, so yeah, not to get into his whole uh, thing, but um, about that, but so you ended up meeting him along the way. Had he already been skating, or yeah, he was. Uh, it was uh, him and another guy named Jaime Tina, and um. Fernando knew those guys because I was older than them, you know, like uh, I was older than Fernando and and Ernie by like, I think, five years, five or six years. Mm-hmm. And because uh, like I started skating when I was in uh, like in the 10th grade going into the into the 11th grade. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like I said, we were just playing hockey, freeze tag, like mm-hmm. hide and go seek for like 10 blocks, you know, and yeah. on skates. On skates. It's pretty fun if you guys ever want to do something silly. Go play hide and go seek on skates, dude. <laughs> I never did that on skates. I never played tag or manhunt on skates or anything. It's fun. Yeah. Ditch, you know. <laughs> oh, we, we used to play. We used to play. We used to play in the city. We used to play manhunt on skates. Mm-hmm. Like that. Like you oh, go and play on skates. Yeah, it's we used to go up like in the city and like certain old skate spots, like big old skate spots and, and do that. It's pretty fun. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. We used to play hockey too, like Hockey was a lot of fun, man. If you ever want to like build the strength in your back, play some hockey, you know, because leaning over like that, your back just gets strong. I remember uh, feeling my back getting real strong back in the day. <laughs> Do you think <laughs> anyway, that's where so they gave like, you the? Uh, is that is that where they gave you the uh, the nickname from your hockey style? Nah, like we weren't even that, that into hockey, like like nothing like that. Um, but we, I guess we were all right. We, we played against some other kids from like two blocks down from where we lived. And it was like a big deal at one time. And, but we weren't taking it too serious, you know, but like uh, whatever we'd see on TV, we would feed off of that and try to copy it. And, you know, I had the curb in front of my house waxed up and we made a grind row as soon as we seen, uh, you know, Chris Edwards front side that row and shit and, and uh airborne airborne yeah and all yeah. the other and like a lot of the stuff i seen was on mtv like a lot of new york stuff with uh, ryan jacklin and dave ortega was sick and that uh yeah MTV sports and ani and rawlinson too like on the kink row and we busted his shin open on mtv yeah yeah and brian smith later on seeing all that stuff mm-hmm. it was cool 
but we, we played hockey for a while and then we, we started skating, going out, trying to, you know, just jump stuff and mostly jump stuff. And, uh, <clears throat> one day Fernando comes home and, uh, he goes, Hey man, there's this guy that lives in Chula Vista. That's supposed to be like the sickest rollerblader. Like he's been in videos and stuff. And, and, and I'm all like, who, what's his name? You know? And he's all, his name's Brian, you know? <laughs> and Brian was uh, best friends with this guy, Corey, Corey Fimple that went to our, our, our school, you know, we both went to that school and, and he knew Brian, but Brian didn't, Brian was homeschooled, you know? Cause he was Brian Bell <laughs> <laughs> fucking nuts. But um, I didn't know he comes home. homeschooled. Yeah. It's crazy. What's that? I didn't know Brian was homeschooled. Yeah, well, he dropped out early. TV section. Oh, okay. I was about to say his TBTV one section, my daily routine. It was like even the song, the Young MC song, is about like going to school and stuff. Yeah, like he he might have been going to school for a little bit, but then he he dropped out and and just did homeschooling and finished, I guess, as a GED or whatever. Hmm. But uh fernando was talking about this guy like uh, we should go and meet him like he's he's pretty good he, he like jumps all these gaps and like he's he's crazy and and so uh we waited till the weekend i think and we went and skated to uh to his house you know because he knew where he lived and it was kind of right by where my high school was but like down a little ways so we skated to his house and there's this little skinny dude you know out there and he's riding a skateboard and he's all, you guys rollerblade? <laughs> and we're just like, yeah, man. Uh, do you know where this guy Brian Bell is? You know, he's all, I'm Brian Bell. <laughs> and uh, he's all, where, where are you guys from? You know, we're from, we're from National City. We were looking for you. And he's all, really? And uh, and he was he was pretty much, he had already quit skating by then. It's crazy. Like he came out in, uh, I don't know if it was Vertical Axis or Video Groove, like the, one of the first videos. From Maybe the bottom YouTube. line or something. I the bottom, bottom line. line came out or was, later. Yeah, so maybe it, Dare it to was, Air. It might have been Dare to Air. Because hmm. he comes out in there and it was before I knew him. And he he had all this, all these clips in that video. and Because uh, he took us into his house. It's, it's, <laughs> I'll tell you something else after that. But he took us into his house and um, he showed us these videos. And it was like, man, I never even seen a rollerblade video before, you know? And, and yeah. Showing us all these people that are in this video. And he's like, yeah, I just sent the video because it was in the Daily Magazine, Daily Bread Magazine. He just sent a video and they used his stuff in the video. So uh, it was that crazy. Is so because, sick. Like right, yeah, right from the beginning, he sent his stuff in. He wasn't, he wasn't into skating though at that time. Like he was, he was like, uh, like, yeah, man, I'm just, I, I'd rather skateboard and I'm just not into rollerblading anymore. It's <laughs> like, he, he, like, you know, he, he fell into the whole rollerblading's gay thing and damn, he was thinking, you know, it's like, ah, don't you guys think it's gay? And we're like, no, man, we're out here doing it, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, what happened? Uh, we talked him into um, going skating with us, but it was like the next day. But anyways, when we went in his house, uh, I walked into his house with, uh, I put my shoes on, but I stepped in dog shit and walked, I tracked dog shit all in Brian Bell's house, you know, and they had white carpet and it, it just, it, it was uncomfortable. You know, his mom was all, what, what's that smell, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> but, 
that was the first day that I met Brian Bell and I stepped in shit and walked in his house and got it all nice. into his house. So it's all about that first impression. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that that's so funny, the story that you just like it sounds like it's from a it sounds like it's from like a nineties like Nickelodeon TV show. Like you had this legend, like you had to find this guy. You go to some town, you just ask people, like, yo, you know who Brian Bell is? You know who Brian Bell is? He's like, I'm Brian Bell. <laughs> like yeah. I picture that's such like an epic moment. I'm Brian Bell. <laughs> it was cool, man. We uh we ended up skating with him like the next day and then it was just like things just started happening, you know, like um he you got back into it, do you think because of like uh because like he had a crew and you guys or that's kind yeah of he totally like- got back into it because we we made him want to go skate you know and uh from that day on we just kept skating you know like every day i skated with brian bell like there wasn't a day that didn't go by that you know i didn't hit him up or see what was going on or he didn't hit me up and we were you know like we went skating every day what impression did what impression did his skating make on you like when you first met him was he like rusty coming back because brian bell used to like completely destroy shit back in the day in the very beginning it was like uh man this guy likes to jump big crazy shit you know and i was just like i don't want any part of that you know (laughs) but i was just (laughs) like it's sick that this guy wants to do it you know and um uh he was handing up to a lot of soul grinds then Mm -hmm. uh brian bell was a big uh he wasn't a scaredy cat, but he would tell you like, man, that's just scary. I don't want to go do that. And then the next thing you know, he's doing it, you know, and it was, it was a trip. He always had on hip pads. He had on knee pads. He had on his elbow pads, his helmet. He had everything on and he even got us to wearing all that shit. And it got old after a while though, but, uh, but he was all geared up and, you know, having all that padding and stuff really makes you try stuff because you're not afraid, you know, and uh, once you let go of all that stuff, it's it's a whole different game, you know, and you, you just feel free and light. But Brian Bell was big into protection back then. <laughs> yeah, he was he was big on, on, the, on the wrist guards and all that stuff. Elbow pads, too. Yeah. I remember him wearing yeah. elbow pads all the time. Now that you yeah. mention it. Yeah, he had some big old pads and he was a skinny little dude under those big pants, you know. Skinny little dude. The big yeah. with the boneless knee pads underneath it. Yeah. Also, uh, with with Brian Bell, uh, later on we met up with uh, Ivan Ramirez too. He was he was a, an early skater too, and uh, he says he skated for Senate, you know, in the beginning. But uh, Ivan was a big poser. You know? <laughs> he was, uh, dude. Just putting it right out there. Well, he was a talker. That's why he was just a real smooth talker. And I don't know, he smooth talked Arlo or something. And, uh, you know, he got a bunch of shirts and all this shit when he came back from a time him and Brian Bell went up there. But that was later later on down the road. But yeah, that guy, he was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that's real. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. That's the first down shout out we got. <laughs> uh, well but, just he, just a he's just a bad person he he didn't really like to skate and stuff he was just mean to his mom and shit like that is a piece of shit well f, f that you know yeah. f him is what we'll say on this episode fuck him. um <laughs> yeah <laughs> fuck him um so I, I think around this time uh if i if my chronological idea is going um, you're getting into this is like the hoax to time, like uh, where 
you know, at video groove time and start seeing everyone in these, in these things and you guys being, you know, just like a, such a power group at that time. And also just like in the innovative time, like of that, where everyone's kind of being so creative, like, what was that? Like, was it exciting? Because it was, you know, you guys had went from creating this thing on the street that was nothing with the, you know, TNT 5000s. And now you're starting to see like these production <clears throat> people coming out, showing an interest. There's these contests, people are making money. There's like the Chris Edwards types, you know, the Ar Arlo's are starting to emerge and uh, you guys are a part of this in the scene. So like, what was that time like? Was it exciting? And what was that about? It was, it was crazy. It was like going to Disneyland every day, you know, like, right. Um, the first uh, video that I came out in was 18 days, BG, BG2, I think. Yep, BG2, mm -hmm. yep. And me and Ernie, that was the first video we ever came out in. And, mm -hmm. and uh, Dave Payne came to Brian's house. Uh, Brian Bell told us, like, yeah, uh, my uh, this guy Dave Payne's going to come and film us. Do you want to come and skate? You know, he invited me and Ernie. And uh, so we were, we were just like, yeah, man, let's go, you know. And so uh, – we hit up a few spots because, like, I, I guess Brian Bell had skated with uh, with um, Dave Payne like the weekend before, and he got a bunch of footage from him, and he wanted to get some stuff over here in San Diego. And so, mm -hmm. you know, he meets Ernie and me, and 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 we just start skating it. <laughs> in the uh, in eighteen days, I'm I'm Larry from the SN crew. I like uh, mm -hmm. went in our little six one nine section there, but. It's funny, man, because like I, I was talking about it with someone today, and we uh, like I do a stiff ass three sixty with my legs pretty much straight, <laughs> like a <laughs> big gap, and it's just funny, man. Like style wasn't even a thing, or yeah, okay well, just, shit. yeah, just figuring it out as as you go there, right? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that time for me was like my first introduction uh, to you guys and that whole skating. Um, the 619 thing always had like this vibe with there was always intertwined with like break dancing and like street culture and people getting in fist fights in backyards generally girls you know we don't know there there was rapping like this was such like an intertwined culture and 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 i know you're an artist which i want to get into actually in a little bit but um do you think these things like help influence you guys? And also how did you get into all these different cultures that helped kind of mesh together? All that, all that stuff that you're talking about, that's all Brian Bell, you know? Yeah. That's all I don't Brian know, but Bell. Did, I remember Fernando, um, you know, the boy who grew up skating. I remember yeah, him like, yeah. in, in, in videos bouncing around in front of skate spots on his hand. So yeah. I, I feel like it was. Fernando's a bit of a troublemaker, you know, little okay. guy wants to start <laughs> shit with everybody. Right, so it's a Brian Bell. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Bell, he just knew a bunch of people, you know, and he always had his camera. He used to, um, he snuck his camera into these uh, B-boy uh, uh, sessions that they were having and like no one was supposed to even have cameras in there and mm -hmm. and he used to record them and that's where he got a lot of that footage from, you know, and then he got known for that and then they accepted that uh, people were recording it or they allowed him to record it or something like that. Like he was real into the breakdancing scene and and all that. Like I'm I'm not so much into the breakdancing and all that, but I, I, I appreciate it, you know, and and uh, it was odd that he put it or mixed it in with the rollerblading. I, I, 
I would always be like, why are you putting breakdancing <laughs> in here, dude? And he's just like, man, it's cool, dude, you know? And it's. <laughs> I, I didn't know that those weren't skaters. I, I Those are all just random people. I thought they were like people who skated or something like that. And just like um, friends are buddies. Because that would have nah, kind of made sense. None of them were skaters. None oh, okay. So it makes no sense then. Yeah. He was just into hip hop and uh, breakdancing. And he, I guess he wanted to join the two worlds together with, with his videos. Like mm-hmm. he was a real visual editor. He would always try to match up words to whatever, uh, whatever the person was saying in the song to whatever was happening in the video. So mm-hmm. he was real big on that. And he would sit you down and force you to watch 20 minutes with worth of uh, footage, you know, mm-hmm. and it was cool, man. It was it, like, you never really realized what he was doing until it came out and everybody was just like, you know, loved his videos that he was making and stuff you know but it, it was a trip it was a trip being a part of it and, and uh doing little things like I, I would draw little things and brian would always steal the drawing you know and i'd be like what happened to that drawing he's like oh, it's mine now you know <laughs> and i'd be like cool you can have it you could have just asked me i would have gave it to you but <laughs> yeah because also like i think that's why i asked the question because like um it just seems like a lot of these things intertwine and and i know as an artist like you've been a very early contributing artist to skating from like cement to like hyper to birth clothing to daily bread and obviously the cover of uh, my daily routine and these things and and i I just thought you know i just kind of connected it that like there was a graffiti influence to your art um I, i may be wrong with that but i was just curious like well one what was it like um bringing your art forth to these companies and working with those companies like you know with the with the skating art and also like who were your early influences as an artist because you know in this community there were actually a lot of artists that hit me up who were excited to see you on the show because you know young skaters and a lot of those people end up being artists and saw your stuff coming up uh, a lot of the way in skating right on um my influences in art are like uh I like Salvador Dali. I like um, MC Escher. Um, now I like a lot is uh, like, uh, what is his name? David Cho. Oh, David Cho is Re- awesome. Really yeah. love his his art and all the crazy shit that guy does. Not all of it, but uh, yeah, he goes out there. Interesting dude, but uh, I love yeah. his style and stuff. But yeah, it's it's a graffiti style type of uh, artwork that I do. And um, uh, I was never real uh yeah i drew that right there yeah (laughs) i was never into like uh like i I guess i was considered a tagger but i wasn't really into vandalizing stuff even though i did vandalize things (laughs) and uh but i was more into just i love drawing you know and and uh like uh just had fun drawing uh brian bell would like uh he would always steal my drawings and like he made that first shirt. I didn't, I didn't know anything about it until he was wearing it. Uh, I didn't know anything about like that box you just showed. I didn't know anything about that. I just Until it came out? Drawing. Yeah, until it came out. And like Brian Bell really appreciated art. Like he loved it. He was like a, a kid in a candy store looking at art. He was real. He's a crafty dude. He was, he's an artist himself, you know, like mm. in many ways, but uh yeah, and uh, I didn't really, I was too dumb going about trying to promote my art 
or to try to make money off it or anything. It was always just like, I, I'd rather give shit away, you know, most of the time, because it's just, I don't know. I'm just weird like that. It's, it's weird for me to accept money for things or like, like even like uh, Billy, you hit me up at the, the blade cup and, and wanted me to do the podcast then you, and uh, I was just like, uh, yeah, I didn't know what to say. And I was kind of like, no, but uh, I don't know. Where I didn't I'm know you turned us down already. <laughs> I no, wanted but, to be no, able but, to say I turned you guys down. No, but, but basically you have like a, you were saying like you were having a problem, you have a problem selling your stuff or you're just doing it and don't really. Yeah. Well, I didn't really push it. Like, uh, I don't know how people just caught on that I drew or something. And uh, mm-hmm. like the stuff for cement, uh, I gave him those drawings. Uh, like I made an Allen wrench cause everybody uses an Allen wrench, you know? And yeah. I made an Allen, Allen wrench shirt and uh, a couple other designs for him. But uh, he was just a cool dude, man. Like I called him up and, and asked if he would uh, uh, sponsor me. That was uh, like the only person I ever called up to, to get sponsored by. And who did cement? He goes, yeah, huh? Who did cement? Who are you talking about? Man, I keep forgetting his name, and it, it's uh, it's not Isaac, but I can't forget his name, man. Hmm. I can't, I can't forget. I can't remember his name. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I smoked some bowls before we came on. Yo, it's that. okay. You can forget his name, and it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You can. Um, but you, hey, you guys yeah. said something about Brink and stuff. I think all that. Uh, the cement clothing and Brink had to do with Jake Elliott because he was a, a, a cement sponsor, uh, sponsor oh, yeah. skater too. So yeah, I think he uh, worked that in there somehow or had all the stickers. So he slapped them on their helmets and stuff. Yeah. Kwang Do is inquiring about that. Shout out Kwang Do. Yeah. Um, man, there's a few things I want to talk to you about. Um, I know you had influence early daily bread and I'm curious what that was like, because that magazine was such a, uh, what could be considered our Bible or our, what would be the thrasher in regarding like the skateboard industry or magazine like that. So what was it like to uh, meet Angie, work with Angie and, and do all that? It was a trip. I was always uh Fernando again. Uh, he's like a magnet to these things. Uh, Fernando was, was uh, friends with Corey Casey, you know? And Corey Casey, if people don't know, is Bo's cousin, Bo Coddington. You know that that real political guy that's into rollerblading. <laughs> a few people shouted him out already in the comments. Yeah, he won't, he <laughs> he he's, he told me to tell you guys to not to be afraid to have him on, but he's no. Just, did he say that? Yeah, we've been talking to him. He yeah. messaged us and stuff. Love that. <laughs> just tell him to keep the politics out of it. You know. That's what I always tell him. Whenever I hang out with Bo, it's never about politics. I mean, you know, uh, like I love Bo. He says some stuff. Oh, I think you said Fernando. Bo. I think Bo, you want Bo on. (laughs) (laughs) We got Bo on. I I thought you said Fernando. I'm sure it'd be cool if we just kept it to skating, you know, and not talked about any of that other bullshit. Yeah, just limit it. Yeah. Just put him on mute if he starts talking about <laughs> we got we got we got super sidetracked right here and, and, and to touch uh, on we have, since we're on this we have someone in the chat that said that wants to know did, did bo accept the uh, election results or <laughs> i think he did he even made a post about it he did he had what but, Trump, uh, but he's still it. he's still uh rooting that uh they, they find some ballots in a creek somewhere or something you know <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, no, not, nothing against that. Our show is, to be fair, as we, I see our show as a, an escape from politics. We're not yeah. anything to do with that. So everyone who has different opinions, you are welcome at Jump Street. We just want to uh, talk about <laughs> rollerblading and uh, talk about the heroes that have helped mold our sport who we grew up looking up to, like Larry Lurch Fagan. And uh, we he did get kind of sidetracked. Wow, what the hell was that? The smoke alarms. I'm <laughs> is sorry. that from the bowls, dude? Is that from the bowls you were smoking before? Probably. <laughs> that sounds insane in my headphones. Roasting hard. <laughs> does that go off? I mean, does it like end? Like what? It'll end. Is it real loud? I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's because I have headphones on, so it's like going right into my eardrums. Oh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> oh man. Austin's got delicate eardrums. He's a drummer, and you know, I, I, he's... yeah, my my ears are fucked up already. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> me, I'm, me, me, I'm half deaf, half retarded. So, oh, I can't even say that. Oh, blank <laughs> we have to edit that out. <laughs> but we, we we got super sidetracked right there. Yeah. But we were on the daily bread topic before we got into this whole. Right. Sorry about that, uh, Fernando. New Corey Casey. Wait, uh, we, we, we hang on. Do you want to deal with? Do you want to deal with that real quick? Can you unplug that? I can't turn it off. Let me see if. Uh, <laughs> If I could open a door and that would just live there. like that. You just live like that. <laughs> I can't hear it either. Give me a second. <laughs> All right. Uh, we should have told him to mute it when he walked away. But um, that's insane right. that that goes off like that. It sounds a lot better now. I can put my headphones on. Are actually. you okay? okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you manage? Okay. No. It's, that it's, that it's, didn't blow your eardrums. That was no. Loud, it, it was annoying to hear. It didn't hurt me, but it was, uh, it was more more eyes. difficult to have the conversation through it. Yeah. No. Definitely. And people yeah. who are like listening to this in their headphones on like the train or something like that wouldn't appreciate it. Right. Think. Oh, my God. Apparently the house is on fire. <laughs> Your neighbors are going to start calling the, yeah. the fire department. As long as the alarm is off, it's cool. With the house. No, I'm just kidding. It went off. It's just trapped smoke, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that freaking bolt, that ball smoke was hiding in the corner over there. Oh, I <laughs> hear the you wind on came that. In. I hear that. Um, um, it's back on the daily bread thing. Uh, oh, uh, Fernando was friends with Corey Casey, um, and Daily Bread <laughs> was in in La Jolla at the time. And so that's how I I met. Like Daily Bread was there the whole time, and like I don't know, I was never into just showing up. Hey, you know, <laughs> my name's Larry. I'm a rollerblader too, and all that shit. But uh, we ended up skating a lot with Corey. And um, like daily, like me and Fernando, Corey would come all the way from La Mesa and pick us up and we just skated a lot together and uh, met Angie and stuff and, and all that and Keith Wilson and all those people there. And I knew Keith from from before, from uh, meeting Eric way before I had ever been to the Daily Bread and stuff like that. And Eric Shrine. But um, yeah, it was cool, man. The daily bread was cool. Well, what did you do for daily bread exactly? What did I do? Yeah, yeah. Nothing. Oh, I didn't didn't work there or anything. Oh, didn't you contribute some art at least? I remember. Yeah, I was in a couple of I was in a couple of issues, and uh, they did a, a little thing on my art. Like Corey Casey did a thing on my art. Yeah. yeah, a lot of the earlier issues had more art pieces like that. I remember like, even like the design itself was more art oriented rather than just like photos of skating and text. Yeah, it's in that issue right there. Oh, that mm, 
I had that issue that this DL on the cover, right? 360 Soul. Dustin Latimer, yeah. Yeah. That and was a good one. I just did that thing on my art. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. This is around like the 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 wanted time, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm that time. You made a shirt out of that one, right? Yeah, the, that looks the globe with the hand. A couple of people have uh, used this design for uh, a couple of things. You know? Looking at the head, did you do like Lebeda wheels back in the day? Like any graphics for them? Because that looks very familiar. No. No, they had designs no. very similar to that. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> they jocked your shit. <laughs> no, I was just. I think it was just the style the, like graffiti type style gotcha um yeah that uh all that art hyper stuff. stickers <laughs> did you make Damn. the hyper logo no i didn't make any of that i made the brian brian bell had a pro will and i made his his uh his will design for him one time and it was it, it kind of made me mad because I could have done it way better, but it was just like a guy backsliding around the wheel, and I was just messing around. It was a rough sketch, and he kept it, and he gave it to them, and then that ended up being his wheel design, and I, I told him that I could have done it way better than what was on his wheel. But He was backsliding around the world? Around the wheel or something. Oh, around was, the wheel, wheel. Yeah, it was <laughs> it, it just like I, I wasn't – I didn't even draw it like uh, like a finished drawing, and he just took it and – that's what they made into his uh, into his will design. And I was just so, like, man, I could have drew it, actually drew it for you, you know. <laughs> so he just took all your shit and just did whatever with it. Anytime he- I was drawing around Brian, that that drawing would end up missing, you know. And I know he took it, you know. <laughs> Even in uh, my daily routine, I think there's like a shot and like maybe one of the the secret sections or whatever where i think it was the art the cover of the my daily routine video and he mm-hmm. was like you want it he's like nah, i want it and he takes it from me <laughs> <laughs> yeah um can we talk about the not only like how you got your name the lurch a uh, lurch but i want to talk about the lurch <laughs> because which is to those who don't know to the younger generation that was the royale to alib topsoul that was the switch up and I literally knew the name The Lurch before I knew it was Royale to Ali Topsol. They were like, yeah, do a switch up The Lurch. I was like, wait, wait, what's that? And they were like, oh, yeah, it's like Royale to Ali Topsol. And I, I still couldn't even picture it, but it was just like, you know, there was a name to the switch up. It was your name. So mm-hmm. I you, didn't name you, it that. <laughs> who, well, yeah, I don't think that's how. But I guess were you the first that you've seen do it? I was like, the first to do that trick. No, no one did that trick before that, you know? Yes, on a rail. And he did on a rail. We have a positive confirmation. I love this. (laughs) Um, No one had done that trick before. But but what's funny is that in um, in the video that it comes out in Moose Knuckles, Mm -hmm. I think Rawlinson does it before me in the video though, and that's because Brian Smith went back out to get a couple clips of Rawlinson, told him or showed him the clip of me doing that trick, and then Rawlinson went and did it too, and uh, I remember him telling me that. uh, uh, man, that's the sickest trick or whatever. And I was just like, yeah, that's cool, dude. You know? Because <laughs> that trick became such a staple for like so many things later, especially in like the switch up years. Mm-hmm. Early 2000s. Doing like five. It, it, it became like, uh, yeah, like five switch ups, six switch ups, like early 2000s. But when people were doing that, like that was like a staple in like the Royale Talib Topsoul was just something like it became like the soul to top soul of back in the day, like the switch up yeah. that you do. And, you know, I get, you know, for that to be 
you know, you'd be the first one to do that. It's pretty cool. And have it be the, the lurch. <laughs> yeah. The uh, lurch uh, or the magic trick too, they call it, I guess. I the magic <laughs> trick. Yeah. I think I've heard that before. I think like Billy just said, I was about to say the same thing. Like I think aside from probably solar topsail, that's probably the most popular switch up maybe ever. So it's pretty cool to have your name related to that trick. Yeah, I, I'll take it. <laughs> and you did it. Cool. You did it legit as fuck too. Like it was a rail where there was grass in the side, so you had to stay topside on it. You did it yeah. with like majestic twelves, with like no soul space and shit. Like it was legit. I, I'm pretty sure I had a hole in my boot too when I when I did it. <laughs> classic. That's like standard. It's crazy for that. too because uh, uh, I did that trick like a whole year before I even did it anywhere, and like uh, a stupid me again just. I don't know. I don't know if I was waiting for the right rail to do it on or because like I had done it a bunch of different places before, like on little rails and stuff. But uh, um, that day on that rail, it was just it was perfect. Um, the whole the whole way that trick started was because I was I was doing a Royale. That's my switch Royale and my switch alley when I did that. Yeah, they're both switch. So why did you do that? It felt good that way. <laughs> I like doing switch feels better to me than normal. Like at the time, it feels way better. But uh, what was, was it happening? at the time? Like, for example, like in the beginning, I didn't know which way I royaled. Like I went the other way. But then as I got more used to it, I was like, oh, I, I guess I do it this way. Was it like something like that? Like you were still trying to figure it out or? No, I, I figured it out. It was just I was I'm more flexible doing stuff on that side on my left side than on my right side for some reason okay um and it's just it feels smooth that way I, i've done the trick both ways uh switch and normal but i did it backside royal on a ledge to alley soul and uh but uh i have that on a tape somewhere i need to get it off of that tape but um it th that the way I, I did that trick was uh I dislocated my elbow, and so I had a um, one of those. Uh, what is it? The the strap holding sling. your arm up. A yeah, sling. sling. Yeah. I had a sling on, and I had a play rail. And anybody out there, if you're into rails and skating, you should have a play rail. A slanted play rail will teach you a lot. You know, practice on that thing. You'll learn everything on that. But hmm. um, I was Roy Allen it. And I kept coming off super lazy, you know, and my back foot was stuck on there. Like it was just turning on the rail. And I was just like, man, I, I could either do an alley uh, macchio from that or, or uh, I was thinking, man, if I just swing my front foot around, I could do a sole. And to me, it was more like, because uh, front side to sole was a big trick, like uh, in Mad Beef. Do you remember that? Like front side to sole was oh, like, yeah. it was a dope trick or yeah, sole to backside. Yeah, so dope. And and I wanted I wanted to do a trick that was just as uh, recognizable as that one, you know. But uh, yeah, doing it in reverse is even better, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, but when I did that trick on the real rail at uh, I uh, Brian Smith was there. That was the day I got sponsored and everything. I got sponsored oh, because shit. of that trick. Like I got on uh, blood wheels because of that trick. I tried it. I jumped on the rail and, and, I, and I, I locked on Ali soul and Brian Smith was all, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? You know, I never seen, what was, you know, he was freaking out. And, and uh, he says, dude, if you do that trick, I'm going to get you on the team and I'll get you uh, 
you'll get paid, whatever. And it's just like, okay, I'm, I'm going to try it, <laughs> you know? And I knew I could That's do so it. That's so sick. Then... He's like, if you land that trick, I'm going to get you on the team. I'm going to get you paid. Yeah. yeah just it was like, one like what? I, I got to just land that trick. That is yeah. tight. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, pinch me. Is, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was... Oh, I'll just land the trick then. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then uh, I did a second try and I uh, slid it all the way off the rail and it was, it was crazy, man. It, it gave me chills just going down because I, I, did it on that rail that and if you ever got a chance to skate that rail that was the best fucking rail ever you know it looks so good what, what, low metal rail in, Ch in chula vista it was not in chula vista that was up in la that was b's rail hmm. b harden <laughs> that was his rail that. yeah <laughs> he even uh, mentioned because we uh on rollerblade and rollerblade and they posted uh john star asked a question you know what's a uh, a trick that someone has done or a clip that uh it's uh, memorable, and I and I put not to toot my own horn, but this, you know, I put I <laughs> clip. Oh yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and I love B Love said, "Man, you, you killed me on my own rail." <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, it, it wasn't like trying to kill anybody. I just wanted to to kill that trick, you know. But yeah, yeah, and but and, killing uh, him, but killing him was just a bonus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was just, that wasn't the goal, but it was just a little extra. Wait, so I got you... to the, I beat that boss and went to the next level. So. Exactly. <laughs> so, so who'd you get sponsored by? Just Blood from that trick? I got sponsored by Blood and Bones Bearings. Uh, oh, yeah, because they're doing together. That. Yeah, for anybody who doesn't know, Blood was pretty much eulogy back in yeah. the day. Oh, so, so you were on Bones Bearings yeah. in the early days. I, I didn't know Bones actually sponsored rollerbladers. We weren't on Bones yeah. when we were on eulogy. Yeah. Oh. Well, Put them um, up. I was on. I was on. Oh, you weren't on bones. Wait, put them back put, up. Put, put, back put up. those up again, please, Larry. I had a spotlight. Is that? Is that? A, that's not a pro wheel, is it? No, I never had a pro wheel. Isaac yeah. didn't want to give me one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were. Me and Billy were both on uh, eulogy too, and uh, really, we we didn't get um, bones sponsored. We got bones bearings, but we weren't sponsored by bones. Like I didn't even know that that was a thing. Did you guys get pro wheels? Yeah, we got pro wheels. Oh, okay. I guess, I, I guess, I guess Isaac, than what I got. I guess Isaac, I, my, mine are back here. Some of mine are back here. But did, did they do? I, I guess pro, Isaac liked us better. Pro wheels weren't like a big thing. I think back then they had like. Different, nah, I'm you know. and I'm just teasing because Isaac said not to talk shit about him. So that's fine. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but um, blood was like the first. When a little fun story, I wanted to tell you this before. Um, when I first skated. I had a friend give me like a pair of his like Bauer Brett Hull hockey skates. And I was like, oh, like he's like, hey, you can have these. And I was like, oh, cool. Jump in the streets. And my other buddy, Mike, was like, hey, listen, you need grind plates and you need mini wheels. So we went to Sports Authority and there were some Kryptonics and blood grind plates. And we stole them. <laughs> and then when I stole them, put them on my hockey skates on how to use um, not Allen keys, but a Phillips head screwdriver to take the <laughs> Allen keys off, to take the vaults off. And so that was my uh, first experience with blood. So yeah, shout out Isaac. I'm sorry, I, I, I forgot I, all about. Oh, you twenty bucks, plates. Isaac. Stealing <laughs> <laughs> money out of out of your boss's pocket. I, I, when yeah. I my first skates, my first aggressive skates were like the Roll Day Menaces, which were lightnings for little kids. And the first time I had like upgrade my wheels, whatever, I went to the skate shop and I went and I got blood wheels. The first wheel purchase I ever made was blood wheels. I remember the kid at the skate shop was like. Are you buying these just because they're called blood? Like he thought that that was like the reason. That's a cool name. Yeah, that's like only reason. And I, he could have been right. I don't remember, but I remember he asked me that question. And I was like eight years old at the time, so probably, you know. That's funny. Yeah, blood is a cool name. 
Yeah, it no. was. We were at that time. We were all freaked out, though, that uh, we were going to get jumped or something. <laughs> yeah, because like you guys are in San Diego too, National yeah. City at that. Holy moly! Well, not just only that, but t-shirts. just uh, that and the like skateboarders at the time too, because uh, I skated for uh, Hardcore Grind Plates. They're the ones that made my uh, my glow in the dark grind plate. Mm-hmm. But um, they made a they made a THC shirt that was the same as the Menace. Men- remember Menace skateboards? Yes. They were know. all gangster, you know. And uh, it's like, why are you gonna copy uh, some gangster skateboard team's logo and and make it a, a rollerblade logo? Like that's, you know. I didn't get it, you know. But <laughs> I don't remember that company. No, well. They were, I don't think they were that big, but it was, uh, they were a bunch of like thug skateboarders and stuff. And I think, uh, someone from their team or something messaged, uh, Brian, the, the owner of Hardcore Grind Plates and told him to stop making those designs or something, but I don't know. It was crazy. But you had a pro grind plate and it was glow in the dark. Yeah. That's pretty cool. We need more glow in the dark shit. I know Sean Kelso had a pro, uh, pro model USD with glow in the dark, like cuffs or something like that. I just got a pair of glow in the dark sneakers, some Yeezys. They just be more glow in the dark shit. I think they're pretty cool. <laughs> I've been trying to tell Isaac, uh, since everybody loves when any uh, old skater that doesn't skate anymore, since everybody loves when they get like a skate or something or a will, like Shima, you know how everybody's hating on that? <laughs> like, I, uh, yeah, some I was people... telling Isaac they should make a glow in the dark will. I think yeah. people would like that, you know? He's made some really sick prototype wheels. I remember when I used to ride for Eulogy, he would send me some random stuff. Like, I know Blood used to make weird clear compound wheels, but like clear with like a little cognac like flavor to it. Like those wheels were all really sick and he just never yeah. put them out. I don't know what the reasoning was. I'm sure there was something behind it. But... I got these too. The Kryptonics. Oh yeah, see, that's like pretty much... Oh, like... the classics. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking little... about. The little uh, tequila worm in there. Yeah, that's so sick. Yeah. Okay, those are the days. What happens when you you wear the wheels down into the worm? You just start riding on a worm. The worm <laughs> is gone. <laughs> Drink it. <laughs> My buddy gave me this. He has his own shop too. It's a uh, uh, no pro. You know Harry No Pro? No. No. He sells a bunch of old vintage uh, skating stuff, but it, it's he's on Facebook. No pro. No oh, way. Shit. Yeah. He sells a bunch of stuff. He even sent me boxes of like, uh, like toys, like this big old Matrix um, <laughs> dude with the guns and shit. He sent me a bunch of stuff, and he lives like in the Netherlands, I think. That's oh, I, I, I might know who he is then. Actually, I think I might. Have... He was the he was he helped Ricardo Ricardo Lino record the uh, the last. Um, yeah. Was it the Winter Clash? Yeah, I yeah. Was... I think I know who he is. Yeah. Yeah. But um. Where's all pink? <laughs> I didn't know that about him, but <laughs> um, so we, we talked a lot about like the early days and, and all that early nineties and stuff, but I, in all honesty, I didn't know you were still like around and involved in skating until the past like year or two when I saw you like on Facebook and, and shit like that. And I know you're involved a little bit. You, do you, did you start the rollerblading rollerblading Facebook group? Kazu started that group and, uh, but me and, uh, uh Dave Kolash, it was uh, Kazu and who was uh, Tom Smith and Dave Kolash. Us four were like the first four people that started that group, you know? Wow. And he added a bunch of other admin and stuff. And Kazu left the group because he didn't like the vibe that was going on there. And then uh, 
someone else was uh, in charge of the group, and I didn't like I didn't like how it was uh, being ran at the time. Like it was just real. No one gave a shit, you know. Mm. And like anybody was talking shit and just posting. So I just took it over and uh, added a bunch of admin uh, to help. Uh, take care of the group because the the group is its own thing it takes care of itself pretty much you know that the everything that's posted in there is not us posting it, it's people posting it up you know and mm-hmm. i i just wanted to be uh just like an outlet for for everything you know roadblading that's why i uh asked you if you wanted to be an admin in there to help you guys post your stuff in there and yeah no, i appreciate that that's awesome that you did that too yeah, and it's just I just want to help people out that are doing stuff for roleplaying and and you know and help them promote their stuff and I think that that's a great place to do it. We almost have uh, close to like eighteen thousand members. Yeah, yeah, seventeen thousand seven something, and we get like a hundred new members every day. Or not every day, every week. So that's a lot. Yeah, and it's like uh, eventually I just want that group to be for the people that are doing stuff for roleblading, you know? Like I'll, I'll make you an admin to help you promote whatever it is roleblading. Not to sell stuff to people necessarily, but just to promote roleblading to people, you know? And just to get it out there. Like, check this out. Look at all these videos in this group, or look at all this stuff about roleblading in this group, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's, there's a couple of assholes in there that, uh, you know try to test you or whatever and it's just like if you don't got a filter i don't got a filter and i'll talk shit right back to you but that's not what i'm trying to do you know i'm not trying to be a jerk to anybody like most most of the people that i kick out if they message me i'll let you back in the group you know but uh some want a little time out yeah some people just (laughs) have to stay out it's like yeah get the fuck out of here you know like i don't know i don't I don't try to be a tough guy, but uh, like I said, sometimes people just want to fuck with me for some reason. And it's just like, okay, if you're brave behind your goddamn fucking computer, you know, but yeah, but uh, it's, it's all stupid, but I just want that page to be uh, good stuff, rollerblading, and we'll remove any of the stupid stuff, you know, I just want to like, eventually if I leave that group, I just want to leave it to people that, that care about rollerblading, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's all like we try to get rid of the, the dumb stuff that goes on in there, because I know that when Kazu made that group, that wasn't his intention, you know, to make it a platform for people to just be assholes and talk shit to each other. And, you know, but you there's know, actually separate groups for that on Facebook. There, there is, you know, and it's like <laughs> specifically uh, for hating, which is crazy in my mind. But yeah, it's silly. And it's like, why do you even skate then if you want to just hate on it? You know, like. You know, the way but, I think about that, though, is like if, if they're going to make because I was I think I was sent an invite or someone added me to one of those groups. I forgot what it's called, but there's like a rollerblading group just on hating reasons to hate stuff to hate on. And I either like left it or just denied the the invite. But I see it as blade, blade hate or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. But I think if, if there is going to be a group like that, just let them vent and keep it in that group. That's why I was like, OK, I don't hate it too much anymore. It's better people venting in that group than going on their facebook status and doing it or like their instagram and, and hating that way you know keep it in the group yeah. that way they just see it that's it you know yeah i'm sure i get people in blade hate talking shit about me so it's like, <laughs> oh sure us too everybody yeah <laughs> but it don't bother me those guys need to learn how to fucking skate so <laughs> let them know 
Well, it's still good to like, you know, that you're doing something with skating after all these years and being involved for so long. And um, there was a couple of things I wanted to talk to you about uh, separately. Like, you know, you're from San Diego and you've been in this big rollerblading group. And like you said, even Brian Bell was uh, almost becoming a skateboarder because people said, oh, man, you know, rollerblading is gay. And even he almost believed it. So mm -hmm. was it like a challenge in the area you were like to come up? Because I know San Diego can be like San Francisco, like pretty harsh in yeah. the in the blade hate kind of way. Most of the fights I've been in were with skateboarders, you know, like and uh, the first time uh, I'll bring up Ivan Ramirez again. Uh, <laughs> we were at Encinita Skate Park and well, he was he was kind of an asshole and he talk shit to some skateboarder and the next thing you know when we're leaving the skate park uh ivan's walking out and some dude hits him in the back of the head with a skateboard you oh know? shit and uh which was lame and um my other buddy lou was there and he's a big fucking buff dude and he just goes and punches all three of the guys that were trying to beat up ivan you know and uh that was one incident and then a couple of other uh I was skating. Uh, do you remember the guy Robert uh, Muscle used to come out in Brian Bell's videos too? Little thick Mexican guy that used to do big old kind grinds down huge rails and stuff. Robert Muscle? Yeah, his name was Robert. Um, I forgot his last name. It wasn't Muscle? Definitely not. <laughs> Probably we're, not we're, not, we're not talking about Robert Livanos, right? <laughs> no, not Robert Livanos. Okay, okay. <laughs> He's, he's way shorter than him, but yeah, uh, these skateboarders are, we're skating at a park, minding our own business. And these two young skateboarders, like young enough to where I, I couldn't have beat them up because they were too young for me to go over there and beat them. But he was 15, you know, so he had no problem walking over there and punching the guy in the fucking ears so hard that the guy started screaming for his mom, dude. And I was like, Oh, wow. great. We need to go, dude. You know, like, <laughs> wow. but it, it wasn't cool, you know, and like uh, another time, Shima said that the guy was a skateboarder, like he brought it up. On, he went live the other day and I told him to tell the story about the time me, Shima, uh, John Elliott and Corey Casey were all in a car. And uh, this guy, we were right down the street from the Encinitas Skate Park and we're at the stoplight. And we, we look over and we see this guy hanging out of his car and he looked just fucked up, you know, like he was drunk or something. And the light turned green and we just take off like, man, did you see that guy who was drunk? Next thing you know, a bottle hits the car door. Boom. And, uh, and then um, we ended up pulling over. I don't know what happened, but that, that car ended up turning. And Elliot was the one driving. He goes chasing that car. And then we ended up like at a gas station or something. And uh, Elliot runs out of the car like that guy is fast on, yeah. on his feet. John Elliot was pretty fast, and he's tough. A lot of people don't he's, know John Elliot dude, got a nice right, a nice right overhand. I didn't see him throw any punches, but he took that guy down real quick. It was funny though because Shima was there too, and I remember it was it was funny because they both looked up at me like, "Are you gonna do something?" You know, like. And uh, so I just jumped in there and I punched the guy twice in the fucking jaw really hard and it didn't even affect the guy. So he was on something, you know. And I remember I was wearing flip flops and one of my flip flops came off and the guy's girlfriend was hitting me in the head with the flip flop. 
<laughs> a flip flop is the worst weapon of choice. Yeah. <laughs> I was, it was almost funny because I was just like, "What's it is funny, yeah. no? Yeah, it, is <laughs> funny. it just makes a funny it's sound. Funny. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, we ended up beating that guy up real quick, and then we get back in the car and we take off, and then next thing you know, there's a forerunner truck following us, and it was like a cartoon with all these arms hanging out and shit. <laughs> And there was, it was full of like these huge fucking, it must've been a football team or something. And they were just chasing after us. And uh, thank God, uh, John Elliott didn't crash that night, but we were weaving in and out of traffic and just, we ended up getting away from them, but it was crazy. But uh, Shima mentioned that the guy was a pro skateboarder, I think. And I don't know if he was or not. I just remember that incident, but it was crazy. Shima even got a couple punches on that guy. Oh, <laughs> did shit. He? Yeah, he did. Everybody did. <laughs> Dude, Everybody shout did. out Shima. Yeah. <laughs> Coming with the hammer. Him and uh, him and Elliot were the first two to get that guy down on the ground. Elliot went and got the guy and drug him right down to the ground. And I don't remember if he hit him, but I remember Shima in there punching and then both of them looking up at me when I got there, but. It was crazy. And then I had to borrow shoes from Bo because I didn't have any shoes. We were going to Escondido. That's where we were going. So, but yeah, there was this, there's still a little bit of a skateboarder problem down here with the, if, if people see your rollerblading and stuff, but. Do you think it's lightened um, up a little bit or it's like. Uh, it depends on where you go. Like even we, we have stupid little um, skateboarders over here at one of the skate parks sitting on the ledge not getting up because uh they didn't think we were uh we should be skating there because we're rollerblades and we should leave so you know aaron gates was there that day and she grabbed the kid's skateboard and, and rolled it down this big ass hill and they called the cops on us and the cops ended what? up telling those kids to leave yeah the kid was an asshole i couldn't believe he had the the nerve to tell a bunch of grown-ass people like i ain't getting up fuck you guys you know and it was just like it's nuts, man. Like <laughs> you're a kid. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, it was almost to the point where one of us were ready to fuck that kid up, you know? Yeah. Was, it, but we didn't, but it's just the nerve of that kid, you know? And right. uh, the cops ended up coming and they told him to, to go home. But so it's still real because like, personally, I've been, I've been feeling like it's been chilling out at least in LA. Like I haven't been feeling much of that. People are pretty friendly and, I went up north and people seem to be, at least in SAC, people were, yeah, like you don't really sense. I mean, New York, we never had that big of a problem, but I know San Diego has always uh, had its history with all that stuff. I guess it's it's not everywhere, but I mean, it's still around, you know? Yeah. Like, it, was, it was big in the early days. Like I always used to get my shoulders hit when uh, passing by a skateboarder at the Encinitas skate park. Encinitas was like a skateboarder skate park, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like, cool, dude, you want to, I'll play that game with you. Cause I'd come back around. And when that guy's not looking, I'd knock him off his skateboard, dude, you know? And it's, yeah. but it's not about being tough. It's just about getting that respect, you know? It's like, sure. like, I don't know if you think I'm a little kid or whatever, but probably a lot stronger than you because i'm fucking running at everything pretty much with these wheels on you know and it's right. like so at that time i didn't care but fighting stupid dude you know and you gotta play for your respect in, in some of these uh environments yeah. you do you really do and uh yeah. you don't want to we're out there to skate but 
it uh, is it is part of the reality of the situation sometimes. So yeah. Um, I wanted to quickly talk about Wanted. I actually just watched uh, Wanted today. I watched your part, and it was lovely. But I wanted to ask you about your experience with that, and uh, maybe touch on also not only the characters in the, in the movie, like you know Oscar Colmenero, Ernie Ramos, Hung Fung, and like these like Vinnie Men, these legends, but also like the introduction of billy bell to the crew mm -hmm. and the dichotomy between because i heard when brian put in the teeth he that's it he was billy bell and he was true to that personality and he was a more wild guy and i was wondering if you could uh touch on that uh that that is true you yeah. know <laughs> brian he was a nut man he, he got into the character and he'd play it out he always had this this hook like carpet knife, you know? He always had that on Billy Bell and did all that crazy <laughs> shit. He just loved it. He loved getting into that character and, and, and doing little skits, you know, and filming them. But uh, Wanted was was cool, man. Uh, Vinnie Minton, that guy was, I, I, I skated with him once and uh, he was so consistent, you know? so consistent and smooth and it was it was ridiculous seeing him skate yeah, i think Ernie that was Ramos. his first section i think that was like vinnie's first section if i'm yeah, not probably. mistaken like 1999 98 it was pretty right? early it yeah. was pretty early and that that guy was good man and just had a a natural style that just looked fucking sick you know and uh, the same with ernie ramos that guy he never missed anything you know yep and hong fong is it's awesome seeing Hong Fong skate because he's a big fucking dude, you know? And he's just throwing all these gnarly tricks. Like, he was the first skater I've ever seen do crazy stuff down rails, you know? Mm -hmm. Hong Fong was so sick. Yeah, he, he was he's still badass, too. Like, I, I have so footage dope. of him from, like, two years ago, and he's still just as good. And, yeah, Oscar as well. Wow, that guy was uh, something Oscar else. Oscar Colmenero, he's, yeah. he's good, too. Oscar is... Uh, He's related to Fernando Montano. Uh, well, not not really, but his Fernando's brother married Oscar's sister, so that's how they're related. But Oscar Colmenero, that guy, that guy progressed so quick. Like he uh, he had skates for like about three weeks, and then the next thing you know, he was doing handrails, and and then overnight he just started doing all these negative tricks, and like that guy, he got good so quick and. I'm not so sure why good. he stopped. So good. It was, Super yeah. good. And like he was one of the first people doing a lot of these like negative acids and stuff on handrails and mm -hmm. and like with this much on the inside of his skate to lock on, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. like impossible. He skated like the Rosie Majestic 12 with the he put big uh shoe puffs in them. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then and then he went to the fifth elements when those came out and those got even fatter. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I guess he ended up moving to Virginia or something, right? Oscar? Um, no, Oscar. Ernie. Ernie Villarino? Oh, no, Ernie Ramos. Oh, Ernie Ramos? I don't know. I haven't heard about Ernie Ramos in a long time. Yeah. I remember uh, during one, and he, I don't, I don't think Brian Bell put it in the video because it was, it was crazy. Ernie, uh, these little brown kink rails that are up by where they live in Pasadena. Like, I know Gonzo has a lot of combos on those little kinks the double kinks yes yes. they're yes. like triple kinks double kinks There's yeah a yeah bunch oh, it might be triple, stairs. Yeah. ernie ramos was skating those and he was doing uh 
like true top acid to something. He ended up coming off of the rail and like doing a Scooby Doo like backwards, and then he, uh, he fell and he hit his head on the hit the back of his head hard on that tree and it was like it was like someone got a bat and hit the tree it hit so hard and he hit the tree so hard that there was hair stuck in the tree you know what yeah and he he uh ended up going into convulsions and uh Ooh. we had to take him to the hospital and everything and uh the guy had a, a mean um concussion you know he started vomiting and all that but well uh i didn't see ernie after that and not long after that, I kind of, you know, went away from the whole skating scene, but I, I still skated off and on, but yeah, that wanted time was cool. That was, that was a real cool time to skate. Yeah, because, I, well, I could see that because at that time, and wanted, you're already like, you know, seven years into skating and that's like still like, or seven or eight years because it's like 98, 99 when that was being mm -hmm. filmed. So it's like, you're already like triple OG in like 99 you know <laughs> how does that rating work the og double og triple og it just all depends it's, who you're talking to now yeah. i mean it's just it's, it's just forever evolving but uh i think the triple o would be like the highest order like it would be like the five star general rating so mm. I, I would imagine like if you if you're like 91 you would be in the in the triple group right. that might go to quadruple as time goes on we'll see and, and 91 uh, is od 91 is like a super stretch. Yeah. I can't um, say that the skating I was doing in 91 was anything like <laughs> good or anything, you know? It doesn't matter. People skate for years and they're still not good. Oh. Yeah. No. <laughs> as long as they're having fun, right? Um, so in a second, I think we're going to open it up for questions. I have uh, quite another question for you. I think Austin may as well. Um, but but first, I want to do my little spiel. Please follow us on all of our platforms. Go to our YouTube, hit the subscribe button, uh, hit the notification bell so you know when we're having a show. If you're watching live right now, please hit the like button. Um, we also have a uh, Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Go to our Facebook. Give us a like. Go to our uh, iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. Give us a review. If you like the work we're doing and want to see more of it, we also have a Patreon. You could be a Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. And we have giveaways on our Patreon, all kinds of fun stuff and exclusive content. So please uh, feel free to do so with that. That would be much appreciated. And we get a ton of fun stuff done. And uh, I think that uh, concludes the, sp the spiel. You, it was it was better than the first one. You're warmed up now. You're ready to go. Thanks. I'm back in. <laughs> you're back, back in. The game. I gotta get the rhythm. You know, like when you warm up with the drumsticks, like you know, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. Like, no, kind of chops first. You don't gotta tell me. I'm in the pocket now. You don't gotta <laughs> tell me. Um, do, you had something else you wanted to ask Billy? Because there's a there's a yeah funny uh there's a funny super chat that I wanted to mention. But go go ahead. Okay. Cool. Um, I just um. This is the most, one of the most basic questions, but I have it written down here on my thing because I was very, uh, wanted to make sure, but you were in the beginning of skating during like the quick rise of skating and you saw like big things happen. You were there with like early Niss and these fun things, you know, Brian Smith and all these, uh, Evan Stone and all these people. And then you saw the fall. I'm curious what you, what you're seeing now, if you, um, with skating and what you think the future lies ahead. <clears throat> um, uh, the way I see it now is uh, I see some people that are way ahead of other people 
I see a lot of people doing. I see a lot of people doing little things, but I, I just see those little things as, as being in their early stages, like they're still being worked on, you know? Like, uh, what's that guy that does those compression tricks and stuff? Colin Martin. Colin yeah. Martin. Yeah. He, he does some trippy stuff, and, like, all of that is sick, you know? Like, I, I want to see it incorporated into to bigger bigger things and, and uh, faster, you know? And I, I just see... I see it almost like a like a rebirth right now. Like they're going through the beginning again. And the only thing that's going to happen is it's going to keep progressing and it's going to get bigger and bigger, you know? There's always going to be some people that want to go big and some people that just want to kick curbs and stuff, you know? And there's nothing wrong with that, but those guys that are that are pushing it are going to be the ones that everybody looks at though, you know? And um Another thing I do see, though, is that a lot of people trying to skate the same way or skate like somebody and people like you're going to stand out if you skate like yourself, you know, like the whole reason I started rollerblading was because it was an individual thing and it wasn't a team and you could do whatever you wanted to to express yourself on your skates, however you wanted. And, and it, it's it's it doesn't make me mad, but uh it's hard to watch, you know, when like 20 guys all skate like one person or they're trying to skate like one person. And if if people just skate like themselves, uh, there'll be a lot more. Uh, I don't know, it'll just look different, you know, and don't be afraid to skate like yourself, you know, like I skated like myself and I'm a big old dude that, you know, and I, I would hope hope that I had better style towards the end but, <laughs> but I don't know I just see skating as as, as it's in an, in an infant stage right now and it's it's a lot of people working on smaller tricks that are going to turn into bigger tricks and then it's going to progress all over again I don't know if it's going to go or be as big as it did before maybe that'll never happen you know maybe we uh maybe people have to accept that rollerblading might not ever explode like that again but it's, it's always here as long as there's people like you guys uh, promoting rollerblading and stuff, you know? And that's what rollerblading really needs uh, is, is guys like you doing what you guys are doing, you know? Oh, need, thank it, you. It, thank you very much, but it, I believe it needs all of us, including yeah. you. So yeah. I appreciate you being here uh, 29 years. I hardly skate, though, so I, don't, I, I feel kind of bad <laughs> saying we, you know? Like, yes, I, mean, I, I, I can still do some moves and stuff, but I don't. I don't put it out there like you guys, you know, you guys are still getting busted up doing some big shit. We, we, had, yo we had Yo-Yo Jacoby on our podcast. He runs the Winter Clash and he's been a skater with parts and interviews. And he said he it's hard for him to skate, find time to skate. But no matter what, he'll, he will always be a rollerblader. And I don't think I agree with that sentiment. Like being a rollerblader doesn't mean what you are capable of doing physically at the time or if how good your body is like we're members of this community it's this network and us like being involved and being interactive and active is, is what i believe is important so uh, if you can skate great but it's <clears throat> by no means the uh it's it's not the thing that that makes you a member you know that's how i feel yeah. I, especially after you know yo-yo said that you know so i, I really resonate I, I, I will always be a rollerblader no one will ever be able to take that away from me i just 
when talking in the sense of like what we were just talking about, I, I just feel silly saying we because <laughs> I know that I'm not putting in as much effort as, as some of these people that are busting their ass, you know? Yeah. If you go but to the skate park, I, I do consider myself a role player. For sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Oh, going to the skate park every couple of weeks or whatever is still, you know, participating and being a part of the community, yeah. showing face, letting people know that we're still there. You know, yeah. that's good enough. I'm really into doing back fires now. <laughs> when, when was the last time you did the lurch, Royale Topsail? I uh, I think it was probably in uh, one of those clips right there. I didn't I didn't do it much. I didn't want to burn the trick out. You know? No, I mean like I recently wanted... though. Like can, you still got it? I could do it. I just haven't done it. I I, I want to do it on something just to do it. You know? You gotta. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it soon. <laughs> cool. Um, let me get into some quick super chats real quick. I'll do this, Billy, because it shows up on my thing. Yeah. Um, we have a super chat from, it's two people, but they keep just going back and forth. They just keep adding to the super chat. Sean Michelson, he said, bless you, Billy. That was from the beginning. Uh, I don't know, but he blessed you. Bless your soul, child. Uh, uh, I, oh, by the way, I think what he was, not to interrupt you, but I think what he was talking about was the uh, Jump Street Holiday Donate and Skate. So if you did not hear at the beginning of the episode, we are doing a donate and skate. If you have old extra skates, old frames, old wheels that are in good condition, anything, we're taking them to give them away to people who are not able to get these things for the holidays. So there's three different ways you can donate. You can email us on uh, jumpstreetpodcast at gmail.com and we will tell you how to send us stuff. You can come to a session December 7th at Monday Night Skate at Houghton Skate Park in Long Beach and come there or you can go on december 5th in new york city with austin the date will be the location will be posted is to be determined and that might be up next week but those are the ways you can do it if you are willing to donate those skate products then we take your name we put it in a bucket list or a, a little thing mm -hmm. and then we take three people and you can get a uh, a free product from our online store that could be a shirt a mug a hat whatever it is you choose and we will also let you know where your donation has ended up and you will get a letter from us as well. So um, that is something that jump street holiday donate and skate. Yes. We're, we're trying to reach all corners of the globe with this donation too. So if you're donating from, you know, Brooklyn, New York, New Jersey, uh, somewhere in California, this shit could end up in Africa, Asia, South America, anywhere, New Orleans, uh, New Orleans, New York City. we don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, we'll keep you posted more info on that on next week's right. episode and on our Instagram page and social media. So I'm sorry, platforms. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I think no, that's good. We got a shout that, out. That's again. what the first I remember when he said, Bless you, Billy. That's what we were talking about. Oh, okay, so gotcha, gotcha. that's why I wanted to touch on that. Okay, and um, Boradori says, Um, what is your lurched? What's your favorite trick, and why is it a top side sidewalk in fast shoes? <laughs> 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 I was a hungry dude in that video. <laughs> I had the gut going. Um, that was a fun trick, man. Have you ever done a sidewalk? It's a fun trick. You did but a lot of sidewalks. I, I now that I'm thinking I, in about that it, video, I, in that video, I did a bunch, and I never did them after that video. But <laughs> uh, I could do them switch too. But oh, um, I don't think I've ever done a switch sidewalk. Yeah, it's kind of awkward when you do one, but. Yeah. But my favorite tricker is uh, soy owls and alley oop soles. I love those tricks. I, I can't do them like you, Austin. But no, uh, you have a great soy owl. I don't so, want to hear I that. Say soy owls, yes, definitely good soy owls. <laughs> Thanks. Um, and I'm he also of Austin's uh, topside uh, alley oop soles and soy owls and all that. He, ah, 
They're bad, to, dude. Yeah, it's hard to come. Yeah, it's ah, hard to give you. it up. <laughs> um, ah, they're easy. Ah. Ah. It comes naturally. Ah. I'm jealous of your legs. Ah. <laughs> Boradori also says, can you explain an alley of unity? I can. I never got into the name trick names and all that stuff. Like I would I was more worried about just doing the trick. Call it whatever yeah. you want, you know. Sure. I, good I don't know. good answer. The, what what is an alley of unity? I don't know. <laughs> Someone's gotta write a book on that. Yeah. It, cool. it it comes down to people call it whatever they want, wherever they lived in different areas, and you know, we just gotta accept that, you know. Yeah, I don't think that's ever gonna we're going to have a conclusion to that ever. We need a commission. Just saying. <laughs> to make the big decisions. A board of chairs. Chair board. Do you uh, have, a, have a question, Billy? Yes, mm-hmm. I do have a question. Um, Ask Lurch. GP says, do you think San Diego, specifically your core crew, got the respect it deserved? It always seemed like FP somewhat overshadowed all the other crews in Southern California. What's FP? Future prospects. Future prospects. You know um, FP? No. Was that uh, a <laughs> Joe Navron? I, I, I yeah, feel like that. To... I feel like that answers the question right there. <laughs> like, oh, who, no, I'm sorry. no, dis- I'm no sorry. disrespect who, to those guys. I'm uh, sorry. Who's that, that guy made sick, sick <laughs> movies and stuff, but uh, no, shout out Joe Navron, hundred uh, percent. I don't think I think that was a little after all the the six one nine stuff, you know, Brian Bell and all that. Or Brian Bell was still making videos after, but I don't know. I don't. I don't think there was any kind of. Uh, did you say competitive or what did you say? Um, this is, did you think that, did you think, did you, do you think San Diego specifically your core crew got the respect it deserved? It's he seems I think like we got respect. Yeah, I, I think we did. Which is a different yeah. era than I think, other so, crews, I think so. I think so. If not, we'll just stick Ernie on. Two, <laughs> you know? yeah, totally. And I think those are two different eras. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Two different eras. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I think I think we got the respect just because of Brian Bell, you know. Like, how could yeah. you not get respect with Brian Bell being in the six one nine crew? You know. Like, yeah, he's the boss. Yeah. Um, Darren Wickerson says, "Larry, first off, love you, dog. My question is, coming from San Diego and watching over the scene, who are some of your favorite San Diego bladers now?" I'm not gonna say Darren. He's not one of my favorites. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, Darren. Darren's good. Uh, Gene Galang has been skating uh, with me ever since back in the day too. Gene Galang is still skating strong to this day. Um, my buddy Sal Nunez is a it's a good skater. Uh, all of the guys that skate in San Diego are good. Oliver Prado, uh, Derek Hall, Hayden Ball. Um, all Big those guys. Hayden Ball. Yeah, all those guys are pretty good. Um, I think is Melly Blady down there, San Diego. She used to. Be. I don't think so. She used no. to be, I think. But uh, all those guys are good. Um, is there any other so? Yeah. Yeah, that's their their little crew. Who else? Nice. I think that's it. Um, <laughs> um. Well, that's a good answer, and. <laughs> Mindblock says, uh, what does Larry think of skating from people like Eugen Anin? 
Eugen Ennen. Eugen Ennen. I like that one. It's funny <laughs> that he asked that because yesterday uh, he posted that uh, clip from his new video and I told him his skating is amazing, you know? That it's amazing. Is insane. It's, it's ridiculous. It's like video game status, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, some of the stuff you're just watching, it's just like, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> how, how could you be that creative, you know? like Exactly. Like the guy's oozing creativity on wheels, you know, and it's it's fucking awesome. It's sick that there's people like him that are pushing it a whole other way, you know? And I, I hope that he does it for a long time and I hope he keeps killing it because it looks good, you know? Yeah, I feel like I could do a whole episode talking about that and edit because big, big shout out to Oigan and that that edit was huge. If anyone hasn't seen it yet, it's on the USD uh facebook uh youtube page whatever but i i I described that to somebody as i feel like that's the interstellar of skate videos because i feel like i have to watch it like three four times to fully understand what the fuck was happening in that he did a hill grind through a kink right yeah he did a rough fish on a kink rail (sighs) insane but yeah that's nuts that's that's fucking crazy big shout out and if you haven't seen that eddie go check it out um sean michelson also asked um he said he still never explained the nickname. That's true. We never yes. got the, the nickname Lurch. Sean Michelson has a tattoo on his arm of the drawing I did with all the hands. And he owns the actual drawing, too. I sold it to him. Oh, <laughs> sick. The nickname came from Brian Smith uh, being Brian Smith, you know. Um, we were skating Bonita High School where I do that extra in the front side. And it was getting late. I think everybody was hungry. Everybody was done. And Brian Smith was just being a clown at the end, uh, trying to get some good footage for the video and funny shit. You know, Brian Smith was always doing crazy shit like that. And Mr. Loud personality guy, you know, and um, he said uh, he said something first. And he goes, man, you big ass lurch or something like that. And then uh, and because uh, Brian Smith is like to hear to me, you know, he's a, he's a small guy. And um and uh, he just started saying that, come on, Lurch. I think I tried that trick three times, and each time he said it differently each time. I wish I, I heard all the other ones, but that's where it came from that night right there. He had names for other people, too. He was always naming other people. <laughs> I don't know I don't know if it's because he thought I was ugly or something. Not everybody's <laughs> a supermodel like Brian Smith, you know, but... <laughs> but that's I cool think that it was Brian because... You get your name from Brian Smith, though. That's yeah, a, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's, cool that's awesome. Accolade. Yeah, I was cool. I met Brian Smith uh, way early too, and uh, when I started skating, because uh, when we did the whole uh, 18 days thing with uh, Dave Payne, it was only a couple weeks after when Brian Smith came down, and we went and filmed with him, and it was nuts, man. All oh, that was nuts. Brian Smith is a crazy dude. I s- spent the night at his house a couple times to go to the the NIST contest and stuff, and like. Uh, the, the lead singer from 311 was there and smoking weed, asking us if we want to smoke some weed with him and stuff and Did you know, you? random stuff. Yeah. <laughs> smoke weed with you. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, Sick. you're probably all mixed up. We <laughs> <laughs> didn't know what to do. You yeah. Know? <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. yeah. Hi. Oh. Hi. Oh. Hi. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> um, okay. So I, I want to ask you this question, Larry, but. Uh, I feel like we talked about some tough guy experiences and I don't want to get the wrong idea across to the audience because you are an absolute sweetheart. Anyone who has ever met, you knows you're a very sweet man. And 
got a big smile on your face all the time and you know it's all love but davy 619 dd1 asks um ask lurch about the fight in 2013 blade reunion at ob skate park i guess ocean <laughs> beach uh i i didn't get in a fight but i i, I threatened some dude you know for sure and uh what happened was Oscar was taking a piss, you know, and some skateboarder started getting all loud. Oh, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. You know? And it was pissing me off because, you know, he's standing there with like four other skateboarders and Oscar, Oscar's a smaller dude, but, but believe me, Oscar's down, you know, he's yeah. down for his shit, but he's a smaller dude. Yeah. And so, uh, Oscar starts talking back to the dude. And then, uh, I went over, and it was just like, oh, well, I'm going to go back them up then. You know, all these guys are carrying their boards like they're going to swing them at somebody. Then <laughs> swing some at me, too, you know? Yeah. So I went over there and I told the guy to, to shut the fuck up. I made him sit on his board or, you know, where I was going to beat him up in front of all his friends. Um, and while I'm telling him that, Oscar punches the dude like three times in the face, I think. But uh, I just made the guy sit down on his board and I, I just told him to shut the fuck up and mind his own business, you know? But I'm a nice guy. I just don't like when people... You, you try certainly to start are, shit, that's for sure. You know? yeah. I, I don't like when people try to start shit with, with uh, my friends or whatever. And I'll stand up with them, even if I get my ass kicked or whatever, but I'll stand up for my buddies, you know? He stood up for himself. I was going to stand there with him, you know? And... I even told that skateboarder guy later because uh, when we were leaving, he came out of the bathroom and we were face to face again. And I told him, like, uh, I wasn't going to beat you up, you know, unless you wanted to fight, you know. And uh, but uh, I just told him I patted him on the back and told him to have a good day. And I said, uh, next time, mind your own fucking business, you know, like mm -hmm. like people should mind their own business, you know. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't going out of his way to, to tell that guy to do anything, you know? So I found that life is easier when you mind your own business. And as a New yeah. Yorker, you know, I think even though we're from opposite coast, San Diego, people have some similarities to some of the New York people. And we like to mind our own business. My own fucking business. My own fucking business. My own business. My own business. Okay. Mind it. Okay. Mind it. <laughs> I don't know. Fighting's um, not fun. Nobody wants to get in a fight, man. No, I, I honestly like I, I. Even if even if you win, you lose because they always you always end up hurting you, your hand or something like yeah. that. It's not worth it's not worth it. You know who does want to? I'd be throwing some elbows and shit. Dude. Okay, see, <laughs> so there you go. See, you're smarter than me. Me. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I think um. I you know. We can call it right here. This has been an amazing podcast. And yeah, thank definitely. you for sharing your time. Um, you have such a rich history in this in this game. And um, we're, I think we're all fortunate to still have you here being active, even if it's something you think is simple as being the admin to a site that is continuous, <laughs> continuously growing. But these things are important. And having these figures like you being around is super important because we need to... Uh, remember this history that is so rich and continuously growing as each year goes on, it becomes that much more of a rich history. So um, once again, thank you. And do you have any parting words or pieces of advice for the community or people who generally enjoy skating at large? 
um, just keep skating, you know, keep uh, doing, if you love skating, keep doing it because you love it. Uh, don't do it for any kind of uh, money or anything like that. Um, if you're hating on it, then maybe skating ain't for you, you know, but I think we all have our little hating periods. I had a time where I hated skating, but I got over it, you know, but um, just uh, it's good for you. You know, it's a great way to stay healthy. And, and I just hope to see skating. I would love to see it blow up again. I would. So I, I hope, I hope we see more people skating and, and thanks to you guys for uh, bringing it out to people and, and bringing them this history and stuff like that. And, you know, I hope you guys even more uh, do even better, you know? Thank you very much. Um, yeah, for, for, for us, our purpose is to just kind of, you know, we, there's tons of people that are members of skating that just, they want to know what's happening and happy to be able to help connect this network that is so rich. And I feel like very much like a family and very unique in its own way. That's uh, special. So thank you for, you know, enriching us with your experience. Oh, yeah, definitely. You're part of it. Definitely a huge part of it. You know, Lurch, it was a a pleasure to finally speak to you. And uh, everybody else, thanks for watching. We're going to update everybody more on our Jump Street, uh, what are we calling it? The Donate and Skate? Jump Street Street Holiday Donate and Skate. There it is. There it is. There it Um, is. Everybody watching from the States, have a happy holiday this weekend. Be safe, everybody. And we'll catch you all in the next.